This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the White House declares the FLRA has full control over the federal impasses panel. Military commissaries and exchanges will get a wider customer base next year. Federal News Network wants to know what effect, if any, the impeachment proceedings are having on the federal workforce. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The president has given the Federal Labor Relations Authority the go-ahead to get rid of the chairman and any of the members on the Federal Service Impasses Panel. A new memo from the White House says the FLRA should consider decisions from the panel's members when choosing to remove someone. Impasse panel members are appointed by the president and not subject to Senate confirmation. An American Federation of Government Employees local representing employees at the Social Security Administration sued the FLRA and the Impasses panel earlier this summer. The union questioned the legality of the panel because members have not been Senate confirmed. The Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board reaffirmed its 2017 decision to move the TSP's international fund to a new index. The board says the TSP should move on with its plans to use an emerging markets index as the new benchmark for the I-Fund. The new index includes Chinese companies. The decision comes amid bipartisan concern from lawmakers, but board members say it's up to them to make decisions in the best fiduciary interests of TSP participants, not political decisions. The Combined Federal Campaign's National Capital Region is launching its first-ever Spirit Week in early December to encourage more donations. It will run from December 1st through the 6th. It coincides with Giving Tuesday and International Volunteer Day. The CFC says donations in the National Capital Region are up 20% so far this year. The region's goal is to raise $34 million. The 2019 campaign ends January 12th. The Defense Department says it plans to open up its commissaries and exchanges to 4.1 million new customers on New Year's Day. More from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. The changes were mandated by Congress as part of last year's defense authorization bill. Veterans with service-connected disabilities, Purple Heart recipients, and former prisoners of war will be allowed to shop in the on-base grocery and retail stores. Their caregivers will be eligible, too. The military services are changing their access control procedures so eligible veterans can get on base using their VA health ID cards. Commissaries will charge the new patrons a fee of up to 1.9% if they're paying by credit card. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Agencies have about a month to deliver a website modernization strategy to Congress under the 21st Century Integrated Digital Experience Act, but the government-wide Federal Web Council is there to help them meet the deadline. The General Services Administration said the council has met with agencies and gathered feedback on what goals remain unclear in the IDEA Act. The council is chaired by a member of GSA's Office of Government-Wide Policy and a member of the Department of Homeland Security's Office of Public Affairs. Agencies might get a new grade on their IDEA Act implementation and future versions of the Federal IT Acquisition Reform Act, or FATARA, scorecard. Congressman Jerry Connolly, chairman of the House Oversight and Reform Committee's Subcommittee on Government Operations, said he supports adding the new grade on the scorecard. Connolly said changing the scorecard would give agencies metrics to make website modernization a top priority. Protests stall GSA's $5 billion IT products contract. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with details. Two unsuccessful bidders filed complaints with the Government Accountability Office over being excluded from the second-generation IT, or 2GIT, multiple award contract. 
The General Services Administration awarded 75 companies a spot on the $5.5 billion IT products vehicle earlier this month. Red River Technology, a large business, and Blue Tech, a woman-owned HubZone small business, filed protests with GAO in the last week. GAO will decide both complaints by early February. I'm Jason Miller. The State Department is looking for the next generation of IT hires to sign up for a five-year stint in the Foreign Service. The department is accepting applications for the fourth class of its Foreign Affairs Information Technology Fellowship. The fellowship started as a pilot in 2017 and aims to bring a diverse pool of talent to the department's IT ranks. The department will accept applications until February 14th. NASA may get its first authorization bill since 2017. The Senate Commerce Committee unanimously passed bipartisan legislation which addresses certain programs within the agency. Among other things, the bill would establish a three-year pilot program allowing the NASA administrator to appoint and set the salaries of up to 5,000 employees. It would also allow the administrator to establish consortia and research centers for new capabilities and analysis. It also extends funding for the International Space Station and provides guidance for future Mars and Moon missions. A former Veterans Affairs employee is indicted alongside his daughter and ex-wife for health care and wire fraud. The Justice Department accuses Miller Wilson Jr. of taking kickbacks from transportation vendors in exchange for awarding them health care contracts from the VA. His daughter and ex-wife then created their own companies, which he also funneled contracts to. The government's main health watchdog reports progress but issues a warning. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention came out with new figures showing nearly 3 million people become infected in the U.S. every year and 35,000 people die from antibiotic-resistant bacteria and fungi. CDC is watching 18 such bugs. But CDC Director Dr. Robert Redfield says yearly deaths from resistant bugs has fallen 18 percent since the last report in 2013. That's thanks to more hospitals following CDC guidelines for careful use of antibiotics. I'm Tom Temin. And with the House beginning impeachment hearings yesterday, Federal News Network wants to know if you will be distracted from your daily work. Former federal officials say the 1998 impeachment hearings of President Bill Clinton had little impact on the federal workforce, but with social media and having constant online access, will federal employees find themselves caught up in the hourly news cycle? Tell us what you think by taking our survey now at federalnewsnetwork.com, where you can also find more information about these stories and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. You can also follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 